0: A show. Happy New Year, everybody. It's the beginning of a new year. So wipe that frown off your face. Give a big kick to your biggest fear. And live your life like it's the only life you have. And it kind of is, if you don't believe in reincarnation or the afterlife, then this is your only life. So make it count, make it count where it hurts. (laughs) Take off your pants, take off your shirts, take off your skirts and kick off your shoes. We're going to chase away those blues in two 2019. Everybody sing along. 2019. What rhymes with 19? I've got 19 canteens sitting on the shelf. All right. I'm trying to come up with a theme song for the new year. New year, new changes. Gonna make a theme song. That's it. Memorize it, guys, because anytime I do a live show, we're gonna ask you guys to sing along. I'm not drunk or high or anything. Just trying to be upbeat and start the new year off right. It is today, as I'm recording this, it's Wednesday, January the second. By myself again. People I want on the podcast are out of town. We're going to settle into this, though, as soon as all this holiday stuff is passed. And I know it has passed, but everyone just needs to kind of take a breath and step back and get back into their uh, daily routines. Then we'll have some good guests. Uh, How was your New Year's, everybody? I don't know why I bother asking, because if you are answering right now, I can't hear you because you're in your car or... Sitting on your couch or laying in bed or in the library. Whatever. There's something wet on my couch. What the fuck? Oh, my God. I hope it's not snot. Um, <clears throat> well, I hope you had a great New Year's Eve. Um, I'm not big on the pressures to celebrate most holidays if i have a girlfriend you know i'm a little more into it i'm more into the festivity of buying gifts and going on trips and you know my last girlfriend for new year's we uh we went to oh jesus what's it called oh it's the big like gigantic mansion in Asheville North Carolina uh, <laughs> it's gonna drive me crazy um my brain well that hasn't changed in the new year. my fucking memory Asheville mansion. Biltmore, the Biltmore, the Biltmore Estate. If you're ever in Asheville, take a tour of that house. It's not even a house, but it's it's like this massive piece of property. Um. Well, now I gotta read you the whole. <laughs> um, Biltmore. Oh my God, it's huge. We took a tour. It's. This mansion uh, built by the Vanderbilts, I believe. And it's like all like stone and it's beautiful at Christmas. They have a gigantic Christmas tree. We went out there for New Year's. We went like two days after, a couple days after Christmas. And um, was, there's was snow everywhere and it was beautiful. It's all decorated. They put up all these Christmas trees in the mansion. It's really cool. Highly recommend it. But that was a fun thing to do with a, with a girlfriend, you know? It's a good couples thing to do. But when I'm alone, I'm just like, do I really want to go out on New Year's Eve and uh, deal with drunk people and traffic and craziness? Um, generally, I don't want to, but I do. I went to a couple parties. Uh, I went to Andy Richter. And his wife Sarah Thayer. There, I went to their house for a lovely, small, little gathering and some great food. Um, <clears throat> and I go to their house every year. It's like the um, it's like the kickoff party, and they're usually done by like nine or ten. They have an early party for people with kids, so they can come and hang out and have some good food, and then go to a party for the countdown and the late night debauchery. So I do that every year, and it was fun, and um, Andy, you know, has been on this podcast to talk about depression, and uh, if you haven't, go back and listen to that episode. Busy is involved in that one, and it's terrific. Um, and, uh, and then I went to my friend Dave and his wife, uh, Autumn's house, and uh, hung out with a bunch of friends it was like a pajama party. Everyone was in like pajamas and stuff and just hanging around a fire pit and in the house and a lot more great food. And these are like some of my closest friends at this party. And uh, it was a great way to bring in the new year. I, I don't think I got home till four in the morning. And I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. It's just rough. It's rough for me to stay up all night now and, uh, I don't think i you know I can't go to bed immediately so I get home at four I'm just laying around looking at everybody's New Year's Eve pictures on instagram until until midnight I mean until uh I fall asleep uh, which was about five a.m um oh my gosh I wake up at like nine or ten still a little tired a little you know not a little tired I was still a lot tired when I woke up at like 9 or 10 I had like 4 or 5 hours sleep and then but then you know I'm still tired but there's nothing to do on new year's day so I just laid on the couch and uh posted photos and texted happy new year to some other friends and by the time I actually got up and running it was Ooh, it was about noon. Anyway, New Year's Day. So, okay, let's get into the health shit. <laughs> That's how I should start every podcast. Um, let's get into the health shit. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna use that as the title because they just blur out. No, you know what? I can use that. Let's get into the health shit. It's gonna be a healthy uh New year's, you guys. let's all let's all do it. It's the most um, I mean, as far as New Year's resolutions, it's the biggest one health, people's health. Um, you know, I went to I went to the gym to work out uh New Year's Eve day, so Monday afternoon I went to the gym and uh I met my trainer there and um because I've moved out of his gym now I'm kind of on my own with training for a few weeks and then we go back and he sees how I'm doing and we make some adjustments but he's like I want to come to whatever gym you're going to be using and make sure you have all your exercises down and you know what to do so he he's like I go well it's New Year's Eve I go, should we just postpone and and start on Wednesday and he's like no he's like let's go to the gym on New Year's Eve it's probably going to be uh you know not crowded and mellow and I was like oh yeah great idea so I go in. (laughs) it's packed people have started their New Year's resolutions early they're at the gym they're you know they're like you know I was in line behind people who were buying memberships and and, uh, you know, my trainer said, and oh, actually, I don't know if it was my trainer. Maybe it was the guy at the at the gym, the guy behind the counter. He's like, it's always this way for the first few weeks after New Year's. Just an influx of people just, like, working out and changing their lives. And he's like, by February, it's just the, you know, the diehards. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm going to be a diehard. I'm, I've, you know, not missed a day yet, or, you know, I'm doing three days a week, so I haven't missed one of the three days yet. However, <clears throat> so we go into the gym, and this uh, session with my trainer is, like, he wants to see me do all the exercises, so chest and back, the stuff that I'm doing on ch- chest and back days, the triceps, shoulders, and core days, leg days. So we did it all, and we didn't do full sets, obviously. That would have destroyed me. So he's like, we'll just do like, you know, one set of each, you know, just to see that you know how to do it and find the right machines for you at your gym. So we do it, and we were doing everything, and I think at some point when we were doing either back exercises or leg exercises, I lifted some weights wrong. Didn't feel it at the time. I felt fine after we uh, finished and I left. I was like, oh, my God, I feel good. You know, I rode a stationary bike for half an hour. I was like, I feel loose. I feel good. I have energy for tonight, for New Year's Eve. This is going to be great. And uh, felt awesome all day. And then I was at Andy and Sarah's house. And a bunch of us were sitting around the, uh, you know, the countertop island in their kitchen on stools, talking, you know, me and Andy and his wife and uh, um, my friend Kate Flannery and her boyfriend, Chris. If you look at my Instagram, I've just posted a photo of the two of them standing in front of a pool. It's kind of an awesome photo. Um, But regardless, we're all just sitting around talking and... Right around nine o'clock at night, I just kind of leaned over to pick something up off the counter, like a, you know, a carrot or some crudite. I'm always stoked when I can use the phrase crudite. <laughs> it's not something I get to use often. And all growing up, I didn't know it was called crudite. I was always like, "Hey, they got a a, a platter of uh, vegetables. It's crudite, everyone." Bust that out at the next dinner party going, oh, I really love your crudite. Nice choice of mini carrots. <laughs> <laughs> wow, how did you pick these mini carrots? They're great. I'm like, uh, these were all pre-packaged at Ralph's. <laughs> so I'm reaching over and just an instantaneous, super sharp radiating pain in my lower back. And it's one of those pains in your back where you can't pinpoint it, where it's like, it feels like it's all the way around my spine. I can't pinpoint if it's the right side or left side, but it's like, if I even slightly bend, it would hurt, like, and immensely hurt. Like, not just, oh, fuck, that's sore. It was, like, bad, like pinched or like it was a nerve or something. So it didn't happen till that night. So I, I feel like it wasn't like an injury injury, you know, like a sports injury or like, oh, you tore something in your, or you ruptured a disc. I feel like it was just like a muscle that finally cramped up or a nerve that got pinched. So then I go to my other friend's house and it's just like, I had fun hanging out with my friends, but I was in pain the whole night, like, I was doing that thing, you know, when you have, when your back is sore, where you're trying to find a position that doesn't hurt, and usually by finding a position that doesn't hurt your back, you're sitting in a weird way that the next day something else is hurting because you were compensating. That's the word I'm looking for. Crudité and compensation. Oh man, that might be the episode title. We're going to have a lot of great episode titles. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to write it down now, but I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> I don't know how to spell crudité. I'm gonna write it, crudité. I'm writing it phonetically, but I'm writing crew as in motley crudite. without the umlaut over it. But I just wrote C R U E. Space D E crew de, and then T A Y. That is no way. I, yeah. <laughs> That's definitely. Uh, should I post this? <laughs> uh, I can't post it like that. But I'll, I'll when I do actually hand in the episode tonight. I'll make sure I spell crew to Tay right. But, um, yeah, so I was just, like, a mess that night. And then I w- went to bed when I did get home at, like, 4, 5 in the morning. I got in bed. And By the way, I love my new bed frame. Everything's great. Oh, my mom's calling. Um, hold on. I'll let you guys listen to this. Hello? Hi mom, I'm uh, yes, I am, and I'm actually recording a podcast right now. Can I call you back in like forty five minutes? Oh, sure. Okay, are you everything good? Yeah, everything's okay. I've been looking for rugs and I found one. Oh, you did? Okay, because I think I might have found one too. But uh, I'll call you back in like forty five minutes. Perfect. Okay, bye. bye. I should have had it on speaker so you could have heard my adorable mother and me talk anyway um what was i saying yeah i got home and i got into bed and like literally it was like excruciating to just move in bed like roll over onto my right side or left side or like when i had to get up to go to the bathroom it was like so painful to sit up i really fucked up my back and um uh I was like, Jesus Christ, what is it? Like, I expected to wake up. Actually, I kind of expected, like, oh, it's going to be really sore in the morning because I'm not going to move. So it's just going to kind of uh, seize up on me. Um, but my friend Mike Escamilla, who uh, was at the party, um, he, um, he he's like an extreme sports guy. He's a professional skydiver. He's like an old school BMX guy, like along the line. Like back in the day when it was like Tony Hawk was like a big dude in skate. Tony Hawk is still the big dude in skateboarding. But like way back in the day, you know, like the 90s and stuff and uh, and probably early 2000s. My friend Mike was like this huge like BMX guy, like this bike guy, all these insane tricks and stuff. And he still does them. He's amazing. He's also a stuntman. Uh, does a lot of skydiving. He's sponsored by GoPro. So he's like, he's fucked himself up a lot. Like he's got (laughs) like way worse back problems than I do. And he uh, moved into this new house not too long ago and started posting photos. You should check out his uh, Instagram. His name is Mike Escamilla, E-S-C-A-M-I-L-L-A. He also goes by the nickname Rooftop, um, but uh, check out his Instagram. It's some of the best photos of anyone I follow. A lot of skydiving stuff, um, but he started posting photos of uh, he built this um, ice bath in his on his porch, and it's not like a metal tub that you fill with water and pour ice in. He literally took an ice machine. You know, like you know those old school freezers that are like. A box, like a floor fr- freezer, not an upright fl- freezer from your kitchen, but it's like just, you know, like the, almost the size of like a refrigerator box or something. This is this white plastic box with a lid that opens up on the top. He bought a freezer like that, put caulking in um, to waterproof it and filled it with water. And it like it's a nice m- machine. It's a freezer. So it makes ice. He doesn't have to go out and buy ice. It's genius. Um, so he made this ice bath in his backyard and he started, he was, cause he was doing like cryo freezing stuff for his joints because he was having like back problems and stuff. And he said it helped a lot, the freezing. Um, and, uh, so, but it's really expensive to go into one of those uh, clinics and, and like sit in a deep freeze for three minutes. So he uh, just used, you know, MacGyver Ingenuity and made this ice bath, and I was like, oh man, that looks awesome, and he said it's, like, helped his back incredibly, um, and then he had a sauna put in, it's just like a little, maybe, you know, two people can fit in it, just this wood sauna, where you pour the water on the rocks, and it fills, fills with steam, and so he put one of those in. He's got a hot tub. He's got this whole little, you know, rehab center on his back porch, with an amazing view of like the valley and you know downtown LA and stuff. And um, so he was at the party New Year's Eve, and I was like, "Hey man, my back is insanely fucked up. Can I come to your house tomorrow and jump in your uh, ice bath?" He's like, "Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, give me a call whenever you get up." And I had tried it once before. Like, I think after the first week of working out with my trainer, I really screwed up my... I didn't screw it up. I just had weak muscles, so my triceps were really sore because I never used those (laughs) like I ever use any muscle. Uh, And so I went and... um, holy, Like, he sits in that thing for like three minutes. I got in and maybe... Did like twenty seconds. I sat in that ice bath for with my arms for like twenty seconds and had to get out because it it hurt it was so cold. It's like in the twenties. It's it's like freezing. It has to be. And uh I got out and then I was like, Jesus Christ. But it did make my arms feel like just being in that water for like, you know, almost thirty seconds made my tricep feel better for the day. It started hurting a little bit more later, but like It was like a great fix for a little while. So I was like, I really need this for my back. My back's all fucked up. He's like, yeah. So I go over to his place. Um, This is yesterday. (laughs) Well, for me, for you listening, it was a couple days ago. So I go over, and um, he's got his daughter over, you know, his, his little little girl over and she's napping so he's going back and forth but he's like hanging out in the house he's like yeah help yourself get in, hop in the sauna sorry i had some dairy and now i'm uh, sniffly but i'm actually sounding pretty good today i feel good anyway he uh he like turns on the sauna and the hot tub and everything and he's like knock yourself out so i sit in the sauna first for about 15 minutes just sweating my ass off and that also helped my loosen really loosened up the muscles in my back um everything felt i got out and i was like oh man i feel a lot more loose and less painful and then um we open up the uh, ice bath i posted a photo on my regular instagram i'll post it on uh we're no doctors instagram but uh so I get in and I'm standing in the ice bath. The water's like up to my knees. And he's like, "All right." He's like He's like, "Get ready." He's like, "You got He's like, "The key to doing this is in your breathing." Cuz most people will sit into an icy pool of water or bath or wherever you're going. Like if you want to do one of those polar bear club things, they get in the water and it's so cold they're like hyperventilating. They do this. <laughs> that's that's the average that's the usual breathing pattern of someone when they get into like an ice bath it's like oh, 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 oh. and that that's just fucked up breathing right there he's like long slow concentrated breath so i lower in i take a few breaths to get ready i'm just like And then I lower down and I sat in it for I don't know, minute and a half. I made it like a minute and a half this time, maybe even two minutes. I don't know. Um and sure enough, after like after you clear like 30 or 40 seconds, pretty much everything goes numb, so then you can deal with it. <laughs> but uh and then I got out and he's like, Don't jump in the hot tub yet. He's like, just kinda like let it soak in, just let that freezing feeling. Kind of soaking in, and I just walked around, and oh my god, dude, <laughs> dude, oh my god, dude! I can't believe I just addressed a podcast audience as dude. Um, <laughs> I gotta stop using dude in um, in the new year. And bro, I started using those words, ironically years ago like what's up dude hey dude what's up bro to be funny ironically and then it just goddamn stuck and now I just do it without even thinking about it and it bums me out (laughs) I'm not a bro I'm not a dude maybe I'm a dude I'm just a. am just a killer (laughs) chill guy Anyway, so I walk around. I'm just like kind of hanging out on his deck, like just trying to thaw out. And then uh, I get in his hot tub and uh, soak for about 20 minutes. Got out, went home. I felt it made such a difference. I slept so much better last night. I don't feel a hundred percent. I'm still a little sore in the lower back. Um, Alexis is coming over to do yoga with me tomorrow afternoon. Um, for those of you who are new, Alexis is my yoga instructor. She was on an episode of this podcast. If you want to learn about yoga, go back and listen to that one. Um, but yeah, so that's, you know, that's some new health shit. Lift with your legs, guys. I'm sure, I think I know the exercises. I was like deadlifting something and I think I lifted, I used my back to kind of get it off the ground and then use my legs and I think that just fucked me. So, uh, you know, it's a cliche. People are always always joking when you're lifting something up, a box or something. It was like, hey, uh, lift with your back. Lift with, I mean, lift with your legs. Hey, buddy, lift with your legs. Maybe that's the podcast. (laughs) I think (laughs) crudité. Crudité and compensation. Uh, So yeah, lift with your legs, guys. (laughs) In 2019, if you learn one thing, it's lift with your legs. Uh, So I'm going to make the adjustments when I go into the gym tomorrow. Um. But I'm really stoked that the uh the exercising has gotten a lot easier. Um I'm actually excited uh to go into the gym now. I'm not like apprehensive. <clears throat> I'm not like apprehensive. That first week I was nervous every time I went to the gym. I was like, "Oh god, what's going to be sore tomorrow after I do this?" So, I was really nervous, and now I'm like craving it. The weights are getting easier. You know, another week or two, I'll be probably increasing the weights, and I'll have pain all over again. But, um, yeah, so diet. This is something we haven't been able to talk about yet because. You know, my trainer was like, let's wait till after the holidays for you to start your diet because I told him, I'm like, I have very little willpower and I'm going to a lot of holiday parties and stuff and um, it's going to be a bummer if I'm watching all my friends eat awesome food. (laughs) It's going to be a bummer if I'm watching all my friends eat awesome food and I'm not So, um, New Year's is over. I start the diet tomorrow. I just, uh, I went to Whole Foods today. Bought a bunch of vegetables, lettuce, um, grass-fed meats, eggs. Because this is basically a ketogenic diet. I won't be having sugar or carbs for two weeks. And then we start introducing stuff on my like cheat days, my weekends and stuff. And I bought, you know, I bought some today. I also went to the bookstore, bought some, uh, ketogenic cookbooks. There's like a lot of great stuff, but I was noticing looking at, I'm like, Oh, this is all like stuff. I can't really cook until after the two weeks is up because it's got some sauces and stuff. And, I was like, oh, I can't have this stuff until after the two weeks. But I can eat as much vegetables and meat as I want in the next two weeks. And, um, I don't think that's going to be the hard part for me. I feel like the hard part is going to be the drinking. It's going to be pretty much just water, straight coffee, tea, I guess, um, I love, you know, I love a latte. I love a mocha. I love stuff with dairy in it. I won't be having dairy for these first two weeks, which will probably be great. I bet next week when I record this podcast, I won't have such shitty sinus issues. That's something I can't wait to, uh, oh my my God, when when I record next week, we'll see if I'm stuffy or not. Or if uh, the lack of dairy has made a difference. It's cool you guys get to go on this journey with me. I'm going to... Oh, my God. I am nervous. I'm nervous. It's two weeks of uh, some pretty strict shit. (laughs) But it's going to work out so that um, I'm done with the two weeks of just protein and vegetables. I'll be done literally like the day um, the day I start the I do the podcast and the live podcast in San Francisco with busy. So that's kind of exciting. Um, hopefully uh, I'll have some great results by then. I've lost, you know, my trainer said, you will lose a lot of weight the first two weeks. He's like, it's mostly water though. He's like, that's the thing with these ketosis diets, you know, your body all the salts and stuff I eat and, um, you know, I'm storing a lot. I have a lot of water weight in me. He's like, and that's usually the first to go. That goes fast. People get all excited when they start a diet and they're like, oh, my God, I lost. You know, when I did this, I did this ketosis diet in like 2006. And I lost like 17 pounds in two weeks. And I was so stoked. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a monster. This is awesome. Sorry about that. And um, he's like, yeah, that's water. You lose the water very fast, very easily, especially with this kind of diet. He's like, then don't get discouraged when it slows way down. Slow and steady wins the race. You just got to kind of stick with it. Um, But, you know, when we do this live podcast in two weeks, Uh, Up in San Francisco. Um, Hopefully there'll be a big difference. Uh, I already see a difference, honestly, in my arms because of the weightlifting. I can see my triceps for the first time in 15 years. I see definition. Makes my tattoo look a lot cooler. (laughs) Makes my shitty tattoo, my shitty embarrassing tattoo look actually a little bit cooler because (laughs) there's some muscle under it. I'll post a photo of it. Um, But my real goal is uh, I'm turning 50 in two months. February 26th is my 50th birthday. I really want to have a significant uh, change in my body and the way I feel by my 50th. I'd love to do a live show for my 50th birthday. Maybe I can do an, another live podcast uh, for my 50th and do a big reveal. I, I What I want to do on my 50th birthday is post a before and after photo, um, which I really should, I should take the before photo today or something because, you know, I'm starting the diet. Uh, so hopefully I'll have... Uh, <laughs> At least a noticeable difference when I do that on my birthday. Um what else? Health wise. That's it. My back my back's feeling better today. Um nervous about this diet, but yeah, I went to Whole Foods and bought a bunch of bunch of stuff. I went I actually I also went to um what do you call it? I went to um, Bed Bath and Beyond to buy just cooking stuff, you know? Like, uh, I bought a slow cooker. I've never had a slow cooker, but now I can cook some meat, like a big roast or something, and, uh, or a tri-tip or something, and uh, have that. <laughs> I just get really excited, so I'm like, ooh, I'm going to buy a, slow cooker i bought some you know i need some new pots and pans since i'm gonna be trying to cook cook on my own oh god i'm i'm also nervous about cooking i know in a pinch i can go anywhere and get you know just like go to in and out or something and get just a couple hamburger patties wrapped in lettuce and that's part of my diet and that'll fill me up and i'll be fine so i know i can do this like if i'm out and about Someone also told me my friend Autumn, who saw the same trainer, she did the same diet. She said her and her husband went would go to Fat Burger because they have a turkey burger, and you get that wrapped in lettuce, and she's like, it's part of the diet. She's like, it's great, and it fills you the fuck up. I'm like, I'm in, man. But I wanted I want to learn to cook. I'm a horrible cook. I bought eggs today for the first time in years because I'm like, fuck, I don't know how to cook an egg. I literally don't know how to cook an egg. I can scramble an egg, I guess. I've done that in the past, but I don't fucking remember how. I'm going to be looking, literally, I'm going to be watching YouTube videos. This is so embarrassing, but this is something I I never learned in school. Fuck, my mom never even taught, my mom should have taught me how to do this shit. My dad should have taught me how to do this shit, but I don't think my dad knew how. Um, just basic shit like cracking an egg. If I remember right, last time I tried cracking an egg, I got just shattered and there was shell in it and I got to learn how to do that right. So I'll be watching YouTube videos on cooking. I'm not embarrassed about it. I mean, it's it's ridiculous that everyone should know how to do this shit. But we live in an age where it's amazing that you can, um, you just go on YouTube and learn how to do anything. Anything. I've fixed a lot of shit in my car. Engine stuff, like adding Freon, stuff that's not difficult but I didn't know how to do. I didn't take uh, auto shop in school. No one taught me how to do this shit. I just, you know, something good would go wrong with my uh, my car. I'd take it into a mechanic. But, you know, now that YouTube's out there, you can literally just, you know, you want to learn how to put caulking in your bathtub or in your sink, just go- well Google it, but go to YouTube and do a search. There's tons of videos of guys going... And girls going, here's how you do this. Here's how you do this. It's how I learned how to fix a bunch of shit in my car. Change my oil. uh, Put Freon in my car. Like, it's amazing. Like, And even specific to cars. Like, first time I got a flat tire in my truck. I can change a tire. It's no fucking problem for me. And I don't mind doing it. But I, like... I couldn't get the spare tire out because it's like hung by a cable underneath the truck. And I'm like, how do I lower that? I couldn't figure it out. And I just went on uh, YouTube and did a search for Ford F-150 spare tire. Boom, right there. It's so easy. Oh my God. The internet can be awesome. It can be an absolute garbage fire, but, uh, for learning how to do, I'm 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 looking at tutorials all the time. Photo, you know, you know, photography is my biggest hobby. You know that if you follow me on my regular Instagram, photography is my hobby. I don't even post photos of myself; it's just landscapes and my friends and portraits and all this stuff. And um, I've learned how to do so much uh, just from YouTube. Anyway, this isn't a tech talk. <laughs> itself. <health. clears throat> I'm a little bit wheezing today. I think it's because I had a giant, I was like, well, tomorrow the diet starts, no more lattes, so I just got a gigantic venti. I got a mocha, so there was fucking chocolate in it and milk. Milk, not milk. I used to say milk. And a few people made fun of me so many times that I was like, all right, I'll say milk. And now I'm uh, hyper aware of people saying milk and milk. Uh But yeah, I'm a little, got the weed. So yeah, I still have not gone in to see the, um respiratory doctor, the pulmonologist, whatever you want to call that I was referred to. And I was about to do that. Well, the holidays came and I was like, well, no doctors are going to be in and seeing people the week of Christmas and New Year's. So everyone's on vacation. and Then I was like, well, you know, let me try something. I'm starting this diet. <clears throat> I won't have dairy. Let me see if cutting out dairy helps with my sinuses cuz one theory from my doctor from my gp was it's allergies and some of it's probably brought on by dairy dairy definitely kicks up your mucus production you could be building up all this mucus while you sleep and it could be draining down your throat into your lungs and that could be why you're you know wheezing and coughing and stuff in the mornings so I kind of want to run this experiment and see if any of that shit clears up in the next couple weeks. It's a very exciting time in my life, you guys. <laughs> very exciting time in my life. Um, yeah, so I wish I had a better report for you today as far as my health, but I think the real shit will start to present itself in the next week for sure the next two weeks. But, uh, hopefully, you know, when I record another episode next, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll have some great reports. I heard from my friend who did this same diet. She saw the same trainer, her and her husband. I mentioned her earlier, Autumn and Dave. Um, She goes, the first two weeks is kind of rough. I was like, I hoped to hear the first few days was kind of (laughs) rough. Because I texted her from Whole Foods. I was like, what did you guys, were you making those first two weeks? She's like, a lot of just like egg and ground beef like scrambled together. Like she just like, you know. Cook some ground beef and some scramble some eggs in there, and they would just eat that. She's like, "That fills you up really quick, keeps you full, and it's easy to make." Um, so I was like, oh, "All right, I guess I can do that." And I like ground beef. <laughs> I like eggs. Jeez. Oh, uh- <laughs> so- I literally wanna just as soon as this podcast is over, I wanna just go buy a bunch of shit and eat like eat like crap all night long. It's weird it's it's weird it's like I feel like a dude on death row sometimes where I'm like I'm not gonna be able to have this anymore. I better eat it now. I've been going crazy with certain stuff. i like, oh, I got to eat this now. Because in two weeks, I can't do it. I can't do it for two weeks. It's like, it's two fucking weeks. It's two fucking weeks. It's seven days and then seven more days. (laughs) For those of you who don't know what two weeks is, it's 14 days, guys. And then I get cheat days, I get to introduce other stuff, fruits and shit, and... (laughs) I talk like it's, like I'm losing part of my stomach, and it's just like, well, you're fucked now, you can only eat this. Like, I have it easy compared to friends I know who have like Crohn's and other fucking horrible autoimmune stuff and dietary allergies. I think I am getting off pretty easy. Um I, man, it's been forty five minutes. Maybe I should look to some emails. Um here's one. Um and again, for those of you who want to write in, if you have stories, uh tales of woe regarding medical uh issues Um, guest ideas if you just want to say hi you can email me at nodocspodcast at gmail.com that's n-o-d-o-c-s podcast at gmail.com i'm still getting emails from you guys and i love it um this one is from a listener named megan 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 Is there a difference between Megan and Megan? It's M-E-G-A-N. I'm gonna say Megan. I'm gonna say meg (laughs) Megan. Words are weird, okay? Anyway. Hey Steve, so I just wanted to send an email to thank you. This probably sounds weird, but I find your voice and demeanor really soothing. Thank you, Megan. It's been a super rough holiday season and actually kind of a crazy couple of years. Most recently, my dad had a heart attack. His third, he's had three stents put in and balloon angioplasty done before this one. They were not able to put in a stent this time because there were too many clogs, so they had to do quadruple bypass. Wow. Well, he's a heavy smoker, and one of the complications, especially for those with COPD, slash emphysema, which he apparently has, not surprisingly, is lung failure. Anyway, long story short, they pulled the breathing tube out a little too soon and he started crashing, slash became unresponsive, and they thought he was having a stroke. Fortunately, the the CAT scan showed he did not have a stroke and it was likely that he wasn't clearing the O2 out and it caused him to start to black out. Anyway, they had to stick the tube back in. He's just having a hell of a time recovering. So take care of your heart and lungs. Well, your whole body. Anyways, I found so much comfort in listening to No Docs and old episodes of Uh. For those of you who are not in the know, I have another podcast I haven't done in a long time called Steve Ag Uh, U-H-H-H. Episodes are still up. You can find them. Uh, I find you extremely relatable and it reminds me to not stress out, to take care of myself and be kind to others and to find the humor in life's dark moments. Keep it up, please. Megan. Um, Thank you, Megan. I'm sorry uh, your dad's going through all this. Um, It's horrible. It's horrible for your dad. It's horrible for the family. You know, I went through similar stuff when my dad was sick. And um, it's never easy, no matter what time of the year whether it's, you know, spring, summer, fall, but it is it is more difficult during the holidays. Never easy, definitely harder during the holidays. Cuz like I said before, this is the time of the year when everything is focused on family and love and happiness and the pressure To be with the ones you love and enjoy the moment and happy sunshine. Yay. And that's hard when you have someone who's super sick, someone who's in the hospital, or someone who's passed away or is passing away, Um, or when you're alone. It's just everything is more difficult during the holidays. Everything. Going to the store is more difficult during the holidays. Fuck. You ever try to go to like just go to your local grocery store on like a day or two before Thanksgiving and you're like, fuck, man, I just wanted an apple. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm in the mix of all these fucking idiots trying to get a butterball turkey the day before Thanksgiving. You idiot should have done this a long time ago going to the store is the worst during the holidays and not just the grocery store any retail outlet Oh do it all online next year guys uh, but yeah holidays and, and dealing with uh, family illnesses and stuff uh, I know how it goes I've been there glad you're hanging in Megan take everything with you know You can't take that kind of stuff with a grain of salt. It's pretty severe and it's uh, sobering. But, you know, my advice to anyone who's got a sick loved one, especially if the outlook is grim, is, and I say this from experience, spend as much fucking time with them as you can because you don't get to do that once they're gone. Like... It's not something you want to regret. It's something you want to be like, "I'm glad I went to the hospital all those days when my dad was sick or my mom was sick. I'm glad I sat and talked to them, you know. So my advice, you know, if you have someone in your family who's sick, spend time with them. You will not regret it. You know, the year that my dad was dying and he was in the hospital for a huge chunk of it, I passed on so much work. I passed, like, I lost my insurance because I wasn't working as much. I passed on jobs. I was set to go down to South America and do a movie that would have paid me a good amount of money. But, you know, I would have been in, where was Bogota, Colombia, for like two months. My dad was really sick, and it was like two days before I was supposed to fly down. Actually, it was like a day before I was supposed to fly down, and like two or three days before I was supposed supposed to start shooting. I was hired; it was done. I was shooting in like days, and uh, you know, got the news from my mom that my dad was moved into intensive care, and it was not looking looking good. So I had to call. You know, my friends who were the producers, directors, producers, and the writer, and say, I, I can't go, to, I can't do this now. I can't be in South America and have my dad die. I can't be out of the country. I can't, fuck that, I not even out of the country. I can't be just out of town, even if I'm like one city away and my dad dies. I have to be there. Um, otherwise it's going to haunt me. Uh, so I, I stayed, I, uh, you know, I quit the movie, leaving them hanging. They had to cast somebody in two days, but they did it. And, uh, I mean, this was James Gunn. He wrote the movie, he produced it. He was awesome. He was like, I would be disappointed if you didn't stay back with your father. Uh, so that was just a huge relief. Um, and uh, I was not in the movie. It's a great movie. It's called The Belco Experiment. Horror movie. Really would have loved to have done it. Do not regret any part of not going. My dad didn't die for another couple months after that, so I would have been back. But I don't regret the time I spent visiting him in the hospital and sitting with him and talking to him. Um, those are things that you can look back on And just be so fond. Like, those are memories that you can be so fond of. Like, that's my big, like, just spend time with people, especially when they're sick, especially when the outcome looks grim. Spend time with them. Talk to them. I love my family. I love my mom and dad, my brother, sister, everyone. But we weren't a super, like, We never were like super into like sharing (laughs) feelings and stuff. It wasn't until just years ago that we just would all say, I love you. Like growing up, that was never a thing other than, you know, maybe like a holiday or something. I love you. Like I'd go away to college. Bye. (laughs) You know, no one shared their feelings. I didn't know shit about my dad other than, you know, every now and then he'd say a story. But, you know, I'd sit with him and talk to him about stuff and, you know, being in the army and learned all this stuff. And I fucking am so grateful for that time. I'm not grateful that he had to be in the hospital for me to learn it, but, you know. Boy, I really went off the rails on that (laughs) one. But seriously, man, it's, uh, it's something that we all have to deal with. Unless, you know, it's one of those shitty things where you die before your parents, which is worse than anything. No parent should have to lose a kid. If you're fortunate fortunate enough to live a long, healthy life, you will see your parents go. And that's fucking horrible, and it's a weird thought, but it's a club that we are all going to be a part of (laughs) unless we go first. I honestly would have rather... (laughs) died before my parents it was fucking horrible having my dad die. I can't even imagine my mom passing away. That's gonna be horrific, but I wouldn't want my mom to have to lose her son. that's fucking horrible. uh, oh, this is just getting really dark, <laughs> but it's all true everything I'm saying, man, talk to your parents even if they're not sick you know they're nobody's getting any younger. they're not getting younger you're not Ask them about themselves. Shit. I'm envious of all those people who like had these huge open relationships with their parents growing up and knew everything about them. Ask your parents. How many people did you date before you met dad or mom or, you know? What did you do for fun when you... Just find out shit about your parents. You might be fascinated by their lives. Oh, boy. <laughs> Get to know your family, guys. You know, they're going to be gone. You're going to be gone. We're all going to be gone. Get, do the same thing with your friends. Find out more about your friends than what <laughs> what strain of pot they like to smoke. <laughs> Just be like, hey, man, what's your biggest fear? Your friend's going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, oh, I was just listening to Steve Agee's podcast. <laughs> things got, Things got existential, man. All right, it's been an hour, guys. Again, I'm shocked, but it has been an hour. Pulled it off. Nailed it. First one of 2019. Oh, my God, it's 2019. It's almost 2020. That is so weird. I'll be fifty soon. That's surreal. All right. So hopefully I'll have some great things to report back next week. Um, this is going to be an interesting week. Maybe I'll do some updates during the week on the uh, no we're no doc on the no docs podcast uh, Instagram. Oh boy, it's really starting. Can't believe it. Um, but I hope you guys had a great New Year's. Um, set some goals for yourself. Set some res- New Year's resolutions. But don't be f- fucking crazy and don't feel bad if you don't. You got a whole year. If you want to lose weight, lose weight. Give it a shot. And don't beat yourself up if you don't, uh, you know, don't nail it. You're only human. I'm only human born to make mistakes. (laughs) All right. I hope you guys have a great week, great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. It's a good show.